Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Thunder Rosa and I talk about what else? Vince McMahon is back. What does this mean for the WWE on the business side and possibly the creative side? And what does this all mean for TV rights moving forward and a possible sale of the WWE? We also talked to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, who's going to try to break this down for us and the breaking news of Vince McMahon coming back and our own Justin Labar right now on the Busted Open Podcast. From WrestleNomics, Brandon Thurston. And Brandon, you know, the first person we thought of uh, yesterday when my producer and I were talking, Paul, we had to get you on because if anybody can tell us the business side and the economic side of what's going on right now with the WWE and Vince McMahon, it's you. So the Wall Street Journal article came out yesterday afternoon. And then Vince McMahon even set out his own press release yesterday afternoon. So, so Brandon, uh, help us try to make sense of this entire situation. Sure. Well, the, the Wall Street Journal story came out about four. And uh, about an hour or so later, he put out his own press release. And now there's been the latest now is I woke up to a, a, an SEC filing that's been published uh, by, by WWE this morning. Um, and, and Vince wants to come back and effective immediately. He is a member of the board of directors, uh, George Berrios and Michelle Wilson, who were former co-presidents who were fired by Vince in January, 2020. They're back as members of the board of directors. Uh, there's three independent members of the board of directors, uh, names that people wouldn't necessarily recognize like Alan Wexler, uh, Jeffrey Speed and, and Joellen Lyons. They're, they've been removed from, from the board. So Paul Levesque, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Conn are still on the board. Um, and, and we've got in the filing, this is a 68 page filing, but he's made amendments to the bylaws for WWE, basically, which are, which are the rules about how the board of directors is run. He's made an, made amendments, a number of them, but, but most importantly, WWE can't make a TV rights deal without his approval. That's been made explicit. WWE can't sell the company without his approval. That's been made explicit. And because he's controlling shareholder, because he controls 80% of the votes, he can apparently do this. Um, so that's, that's, what's happening. He's, he's back. I, I was wondering yesterday if, if we were going to have to wait until the annual shareholders meeting that's held every spring, but apparently not. Of course not. This is, this is effective immediately. So, so, so as of right now, as of this morning, 
Vince McMahon has that uh, executive chairman position within the WWE, and he's back. That's that's certainly the impression that I'm, I'm under. Yeah. Wow. Are we gonna get uh, a graphic that he's coming back on Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I, I wonder. For the graphic. And, and it's in- interesting. In the filing, they've published some communication, written communication between WWE and the board. Um, the board apparently wants you know wants him to pay for the expenses that were related to to the investigation uh, surrounding the scandal that happened over the summer. Uh, the board wanted him to sign an agreement saying that he would agree to pay them back uh, and he would agree not to return to the company. This was in response to him saying that he already wanted to return. So, so the board wanted him to agree not to come back and, and agree to pay them back. He wrote back sounding pretty unhappy in this formal letter uh, saying he was not gonna do that um, and explaining all these reasons why he believes that it's, it's actually in, the, in shareholders' best interest for him to be involved in a potential company sale, which is p- part of this is more digestible to uh, shareholders because you're you're putting the message out there that I'm coming back to sell the company potentially. He may or may not, uh, but the stock price is way up. It's up over eighty dollars. It's up thirteen percent versus yesterday, as we saw in aftermarket trading. So this the notion that WWE might be sold is encouraging for the stock price. Which which it, you know if he was coming back without saying that, maybe the stock price would not be as healthy and maybe shareholders would not be as happy. You know, and and Thunder alluded to that earlier before you jumped on. Like, I'm sure, like you just said, the price jumped up because, you know, people see the word sell and sale and they're like, all right, we got to jump on this. And I'm sure that's that's the reason why it's jumped up, like you said, you know, 13 percent. But a couple of questions, you know, and, and about the board of directors. So, you know, two of the board of directors were let go back in 2020. Now they're back in uh, with Vince McMahon. How does that happen? Why were they let go you know, two years ago. And then now why would Vince want them back here? Yeah. You know, at the current, at the current time. So, so the former co-presidents, George Barry's and Michelle Wilson, who like for, for, for my world, it's, it's like, I'm watching a TV show where, you know, these, these two, two characters were written off you know, a couple seasons ago and now they're back. Um, Barrios and Wilson were, were members of the board of directors, but they all were also basically the, the, the top two executives in the company under Vince. They were let go in January 2020 uh, because Vince decided that he wanted to sell the rights to the network to eventually it would end up being Peacock. And, you know, we don't have a really clear story or you know, comments on the record about what, why they were let go. But he, my understanding is that they were the, the people behind the strategy for the original WWE Network strategy okay. to sell it direct to consumer, their own streaming service. And apparently Vince you know, felt differently than they did about how to go forward. He wanted to license it. Perhaps they wanted to just continue to make it a direct consumer service. And that, that difference led to, to him letting them go and eventually bringing on Nick Khan. Um, so, but they, in, in the meantime, they've been running a, they've, they started a SPAC, a special acquisition company, like a shell company, and they've bought a company called Bolero, this bowling company. So that's what they're doing. They'll probably continue to do that while serving as members of the board of directors, which is, you know, most of this board is what they call independent members of the board of directors. So being on the board is sort of a part-time job while mm. these people have have another job. Although there also are people who are what they call executive members of the board of directors who, you know, who are major executives in WWE, including Nick Khan, Paul Levesque. And Stephanie McMahon, and now, well, it's it's unclear to me. I, I, I guess Vince will have an an employment role uh, with with the company. I don't think he's just going to be a member of the board of directors. Um, but you know, I have we'll a question. I'm a, out. I'm a little confused because you said those two guys were gone; they're back, but there was three people that were let go. 
Three independent members of the board of directors, uh, Alan Wexler, Jeffrey Speed, and Joellen Lyons Dillon were, were removed from the board. And these were the people that were probably part of what it was written, like the request that they they, they wrote for him, right? To like pay for right. the fees and everything. The, the so, entire board apparently unanimously agreed. And that includes Stephanie, Nick, and, and Paul. Man, this is, so that still has I mean, to be addressed at, at some well, point too, right? I mean, you know, even though this he's is like back a soap in, opera. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm just like watching this like Mexican soap opera. I've seen this before. I'm serious. And you just mentioned it, like, you know, characters being brought back. Some of them are leaving. Maybe they were the most outspoken ones and they're like, yeah, we don't want them, you know? And he let them, I don't know. There's so much speculation right. on this. I don't know. I, I, I read the line in his press release last night where he said he's going to remove three members there were no names. And I was wondering, I was almost wondering if he was going to end up removing Stephanie, Nick and Paul. That's not the case. Um, he wow. did write in his, in his letter to the board that he, he fully supports Nick, Stephanie and Paul and their management team. Uh, th those are words, but we'll see how it plays out. But the, it, I, and I wondered maybe he would let go of the three newest members of the board and keep the most tenured members, but it's sort of a random selection. Jeffrey Speed's been on the board for years and years. Uh, Wexler's been on on the board for a few years. Joellen Lines Dylan is is one of the new members who's who's just appointed to the board. So it's a it's kind of a random selection of independent members. So my question is, the the board requested those two specific things, right? Is he so he's not gonna do it? Like he says, I'm not gonna do it, and I'm gonna do whatever I want, and I'm gonna rewrite, you know, the bylaws and make amendments, and you have to deal with it. And, and that's okay. That's totally legal. I think so. so. Yes. So he, they asked him to agree to pay the, the millions of dollars that are associated with the investigation, uh, in, in, into his scandal. Um, he says he will pay it after, you know, he will cover the cost that is not covered by insurance. Uh, they wanted him to agree. They wanted him to, to say in writing that he will pay the money back. They allude to a, uh, shareholders demand letter. Apparently there are shareholders. This, is, this was not public knowledge before, but apparently there was a demand from some shareholders that WB sue Vince McMahon to, to make him pay for the investigation. Um, he says he'll pay for it, whatever's not covered by insurance. Um, and they wanted him to agree that he would not come back to the company. No. Uh, he's, he says, no, he's not going to do that. And as we saw this morning in the filing, he's made all these changes to uh, most key of, to, to, to allow him to do basically what, whatever he wants in terms of coming back to the board and to control the media rights deal, which is the biggest piece here. That's, that's, that's his big leverage is that you can't make a deal. You can't make a TV deal without me. And that is the most important piece of their business is their U.S. live rights deal, which I, I would expect to be finalized uh, in the spring you know, that based on previous negotiations, that's usually when it gets done, about a year and a half advance of it expiring. And that, that time is coming up this spring. So uh, you can't make a deal without him. You, that, then that, that controls a, a, a lot of the future of this company financially. Hey, before we get into the TV rights, because I know this is a big piece of the puzzle and really could completely change the landscape of the WWE moving forward when we look ahead to 2024. You know, Thunder alluded to this earlier on in the show, but do you think, and I know this is complete speculation, Brandon, at this point, but do you think this was kind of like Vince McMahon's plan here, where it's like, all right, all these allegations are coming out. It's making the company look bad. Maybe I need to step aside 
for, you know, a five to six month period until things kind of blow over and then I can make my return. Because you would say that over the last four or five months, kind of Vince McMahon and and the allegation and, and all the reports have kind of gone out the window. This is like a new WWE. Vince McMahon's not around. And nobody, it wasn't the topic of conversation anymore. It wasn't being written about anymore. Do you think, and again, this could be part of the plan, was to just step away for a little while before I made my return? I, I don't think that was the the board's expectation the board all wanted him to not come back um i mean i was surprised in in july on july 22nd that he voluntarily left the company in my impression of vince mcmahon is that he would never back down and, and voluntarily step away and that he would go through a, a lot of cost uh even to the company to to stay on so i there's a lot of uh, untold story around just what what happened that convinced him who convinced him and how did they do it to, to get him to actually retire, uh, in July. Um, but you know, I, I see it as like, he's, he's probably in what, what's, what's Vince been doing since July. His reputation is that he works night and day and he never stops. It's hard to imagine what he's been doing while not being CEO of, of WWE. Uh, I can imagine him viewing this as, you know, it's not just about, you know, the best thing for WWE, which is what he says, but I imagine he wants to get what he probably sees as some part of his life back. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're saying that there was a couple of pictures of him going on dates, I guess, with, yeah. uh, you know, but I think he, yes. he's, he's not about going on dates anymore. Like he wants, he wants to make some money, you know, he wants, he wants, I mean, and I think it happens with a lot of people that worked all the time and they retire or they're forced to retire. They get bored. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and he still has a lot of power and he always he's has always through the decades has flexed that power. And I feel it's another example of someone who and you mentioned this earlier, it was ego driven. Right. It, um, and, and wants to get back and, and be on the center of attention. And now he pretty much has the big power move. So I don't know. They just uh, David, they just uh, the uh, uh, was it Declan, Shane's 18-year-old daughter? Yes. I mean, not daughter, son. Just, just as to be honest, this is W. This is a win. His grandfather that, coming back. I think that's what the kids. Uh, that that's like a good good job from the kids these days. Yeah. So he, apparently he's happy. That was like an Instagram comment. DHW. I was like, whoa. Yes. Um, but it's interesting to think about, you know as far as Vince having some other job or something else to occupy him, things could have played out very differently if the pandemic had not happened. And if, if the XFL uh, in 2020 uh, had gone better for him and not interrupted the XFL season that he would have had maybe something else to, to occupy him uh, in, instead of this happening. Um, no, but, but I think when you are under the lights for so long and he's been, you know, a promoter and, uh, you know, uh, entertainment figure for decades, it's a drug. It is a drug. And he's addicted to it. And this is and the worst type that you can imagine, you know, and um and this power. When you have all the power and it's taken away from you, it's you know, you go through withdrawals. Well, yeah, right. well, the power that he still had, he's obviously using it to get himself back because he's <laughs> like, I'm not gonna play ball unless I can get back onto the field. And 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 Thunder, you make a good point. This is this is in his blood. This has been his life, you know, for four decades. It's hard to walk away from something that's been such a big part of who you are and a thread of who you are. 
But Brandon, like the biggest piece of the puzzle, let's dive into it, is is the media rights and the content rights. And and obviously with any wrestling company right now, it is it is a TV product, probably more than ever. Um, when you look at the WWE and USA Cable Network and Fox when it comes to SmackDown, you know, what do you think is the future? and the TV rights for the WWE. Is it going to be the traditional TV? Is it going to be more streaming? And is Vince McMahon's name attached to it now a good thing for the, for the media rights and the content right? Or could that hurt, you know, the, uh, the next contract when it comes to their TV rights? I, I think it's as far as, is it going to be traditional streaming? I think, I think Ross stays with NBC universal USA network. Um, I think, SmackDown may, might stay with Fox. Where SmackDown ends up is very much up in the air to me. I, I think Amazon Prime Video is, is, a, is a real possibility for where wow. SmackDown ends up. So I think SmackDown, I think Amazon Prime wants to own various nights of the week with live sports. They've, they've done that with Thursday night with the NFL. Um, getting SmackDown could get them Friday or could they could put it on some other night of the week if they wanted to. Um, but I think, you know, there, there's a big question now about whether especially as, as we see how involved he really is about whether, you know, these companies, including their, their major network partners like NBC universal and, and Fox or potentially Amazon, if they want to be involved with someone who has now seven known, uh, sexual misconduct allegations against him. Um, it's, it, it's important to note too, in, in the letter, uh, that, that the board wrote to Vince, which, which is disclosed now that they, they allude to, uh, other things that they've learned of that are non-public that would, you know, paint him in a bad light to something to that effect. So it, it sounds like the board is sort of telling him, Hey, we have more bad information about you that, that, that would, uh, that we're making an argument to say you coming back would, would harm our company. Do um, you think, um, so some of the stuff that are being said that are, that were in public in this letter, um, are, you think they're going to release them just to, you know, make hmm. sure that he doesn't come back fully just to yeah. like, you know, jab on him. I, yeah. I mean, we saw an, an article from the wall street journal about a month ago, uh, where we first started to learn about this, this idea that, that Vince was trying to make a comeback. And that, that story itself, ha, uh, reported that Rita Chatterton, uh, who alleges that Vince McMahon raped her, or ra yeah, raped her in 1986, she's looking for an $11.75 million settlement. Mm -hmm. And there's another, uh, sexual assault allegation from, from 2011 in California, uh, someone who is a spa manager alleges that Vince McMahon sexually assaulted her. Uh, that was not public knowledge at all. The Rita Chatterton story has been known for many, many years. Mm -hmm. But there's an additional uh, allegation against him that we learned about just a month ago. Um, where where did the Wall Street Journal learn about that? Uh, you know, it's it's sources who are familiar with the situation. Uh, may, maybe that's someone on the board. Maybe that's you know people with knowledge about what the what the board has investigated. And I, I would think someone who has seven known. Uh, sexual misconduct allegations against him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's eight or nine or 10 that we just don't know about yet. This is going to be a messy situation, uh, Brandon. I have a feeling now if you make this kind of power play like Vince McMahon is, and like you said, it was a unanimous decision by the board to not let him back in. And now he's kind of forced his way back in as we've been, I think seeing over the last couple of months, things are going to get leaked out. Like, you know, you know, there's going to be probably more Wall Street Journal articles that are going to come out between now um, and these next couple of months. I, I mean, that's just my assumption from what we've seen so far. And like you said, if there's 
if there's six or seven, there's probably more out there. And like you said, there's things that aren't even been made public yet that the board knows about. And I'm sure at some point uh, those are going to come out at some point as well. Right. I, I think the next big question is what are employees and talent told at WWE? Um, the, the latest I'd heard is that they have not been told anything yet, or at least employees have not been told anything yet. Um, SmackDown is tonight. Maybe there'll be a talent meeting and, and talent will be told something. And if Fightful had a report yesterday saying that, uh, you know, they were talking to a lot of talent who were worried about what was going to happen next. I'm sure. Um, they, I think the big question is, is does Vince involve himself in creative? That will be the big question for talent and their morale. That'll be a big question for a lot of fans of, of whether we're going to see a Vince McMahon product uh, on television again. But again, yeah, I- the, you, made, you made a point um, besides, you know, if he gets back on, uh, you know, creative or not, the point of uh, having someone as president or as owner who has so many allegations of sexual mm-hmm. harassment and then trying to sell a company right. and, and, you know, there's billions of dollars involved in this situation. At your knowledge, is has there been anyone with that kind of um, reputation being able to sell something with that price, with that good, you know, price tag? before not not that comes to mind um not that comes to mind and it's it's sort of a, a you know if you look at the, the wrestling business as you know it's, it seems like certain things are are accepted and tolerated in the wrestling business that would not be tolerated in almost any other business mm-hmm. um i mean i think there's something to be said this week about uh what's happened with dana white and the, and the video yes. coming out of him slapping his wife and maybe he's not going to have his slap fight uh show on TBS and oh, it's just going to be delayed is now the latest uh, that I've heard. So it's, it's a, it's, there's something to be said about uh, maybe in combat sports in general or wrestling and, and MMA in terms of just what is, what is tolerated that would never be tolerated in any other company. And I think business partners have, should look at this situation seriously and consider, do you want to be associated with, uh, in W's case, with the company that has allowed back, or I know he's the one in control, he's allowing himself back and the board didn't want it, but that that's what's happening here. And, and Vince is back in WWE, despite uh, a number of sexual misconduct inv- uh, allegations and, uh, and, and despite some more news that's come out since. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. Really not much to get into this morning, Justin. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, let's go back and break down some 1999 WCW Thunders. I mean, we got we to gotta really fill the, <laughs> fill the, fill the yeah, space like, today. <laughs> you know, Grayson Waller being the number one contender facing Braun Breaker. We could break that down. And there's a lot that we could break down. But seriously, uh, Justin, I mean. <laughs> it's all it, this, <laughs> this whole thing by Vince is all one big orchestrated plot to bury the lead of Sasha Banks showing up in another promotion where nobody's talking about her this oh, yeah. morning right now. It's all, it's all Vince is getting back uh, for her walking out. This is all one big plan. I just, oh I just saw the whole God. mystery. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Vince was like, Oh, Mercedes Monet goes to new Japan. Hold my beer. Here we go. Mercedes Monet. I got the Monet and the power. <laughs> Justin. Um, we me, should have known. We should no, you know, ju- don't believe it is. He might, you, he, we know. And I, I said this. I remember when he, what did he came out on SmackDown or it was Raw? I can't remember. Do you guys Smackdown. remember when, when he came out on SmackDown, walking down the hallway? I remember sitting there watching, and I'm like, look at this guy flexing. Just look at this guy flexing. I'm the fucking boss, and you can't do no shit about it. I was like. And I get chills just to think about it, the feeling that I had. And I can't imagine all those women that have come, you know, forward, how they feel and how other people feel that we're working. They're like, wow, like, this is just never going to end, you know? And 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 there's a, 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 a thought that I just had. It's um, what about all those people that are there? Do you guys think that with this situation, they might be calling AEW to see if they have an opportunity once their contract is up? I mean, I mean, Thunder, I, and, 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 you know, Justin, you may, you may have a different answer. I think it's almost like a wait and see. You know, I think you're, you're going to have to wait this out. Are, are employees of the WWE, are wrestlers with the WWE probably nervous today? Are probably looking at this and saying, oh, my gosh, what's the future of this? I'm sure they are. But I, I, would, th- I would have to think to answer your question, Thunder, you, you almost have to uh, wait and see. What, what what do you think, Justin? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that um, this make it makes this the most interesting WrestleMania season ever uh, because you, you know they there, there's that going on in the boardroom, right? You know, we're trying to secure a new rights deal, maybe a potential sale. Uh, all the while, you're trying to build to WrestleMania, and you know, yeah, Vince is saying that he that he respects Stephanie and Paul and and, and what they're doing, and this is just all about the boardroom. He's not going to be stepping on their toes and it's like let's let's see can we actually see a world where vince mcmahon has a key card in the wwe building and it's wrestlemania season the thing that he built the thing that he gambled his his own finances with uh uh, with several times over in the 80s can he actually step can he not say oh no it needs to be done this way so i mean you know if they're having a meeting today and and I, i think obviously first of all vince has to stay away from the tv tapings he cannot be seen at tv the moment he's seen at tv that's an immediate freak out, I would think, if you're talent. Um, it, but it's a wait and see. Let's see how Rumble goes. Let's see how Mania season goes. Let's see how many more Wall Street Journal 
reports come out and what else gets unearthed. I mean, you know, ego is defined as a person's self-esteem or self-importance. And it's like he was the majority shareholder, right? Whatever transaction WWE did, he was going to benefit from, right? He doesn't need to be back on the board to benefit from whatever good business they could get accomplished. And to stronghold his way on and say, and basically say, I'm not going to allow any deal to happen unless I get put back in this title and position of power. That is just stunning ego. I I mean, that's like, it it would be one thing if the board wanted him back. It'd be one thing if, if there's a belief that Vince's presence at the negotiation table is going to greatly help us. It'd be, you know, it would be another thing if, if, if everybody believed, yeah, he's going to stay away and respect everybody's other responsibilities. But nobody believes any of that. The board unanimously said, his own family included, said, we don't want you back. And, yep. like, if you're sitting down at a table, if you're whomever, if you're whatever network, and you're sitting down at the table across from this guy who's had so much bad press, and I don't I don't believe in all any, any, any publicity is good publicity. This guy's had so much bad press, and who knows what else, as we are seeing and as we read these letters uh, that's out there. I mean that could be a, a a detriment. Again, it's the ego that he feels that this can that the best can only be done if he is back involved. And it's like, no, you might be actually hurting the price or hurting the potential suitors. It, it's just, it, it, it's just, it's stunning to me. And what a divide! Like even a couple of weeks ago, the Wall Street Journal put out a, a story. I'm sure you guys saw it, where they were saying, you know, Vince feels that he he should have stuck around. He shouldn't have retired. He's regretting that. He feels like that. You know, this all that bad press would have blown over and he feels he got bad advice for those from those close to him well those close to him have to be his fellow board members right i don't think vince is going down to the corner bar and i don't think he's holding court with a, a bunch of bar regulars and they gave him bad advice obviously there's a huge divide here in board and family of what's best for this company this company that is a, a, a that's supposed to be carried on for generations in the mcmahon family here that he is potentially harming potentially in in, in, in the grand scheme of history here Justin, one thing you mentioned, right? It's he that what he said about that he needed to come back or like he made a mistake of leaving is because he got away with it for so long and he thought he was going to get away with it again. But because he has so much power and there is there legally he can do this, he's going to do it. That's the thing. He's the majority shareholder. And in paper, Yes. And he thought it was going to like, like just blown away again, because they happened to him before and it did happen. He blew it away and everybody's like, oh yeah, Vince. But now it's different. And, and, and the, and the timing is crucial. You're trying to sell the rights for TV. You're trying to like get that money for three, four, five, 10 years. I don't know how, you know, the the contract is going to last. And he's doing it on purpose. Again, it's either we survive because of me, and he's in, he mentioned it on his uh, <clears throat> email that he is the solution, that he is the boss because of me. Me, I am the one who's gonna make this decision. If I don't, then he doesn't want it. And what a slap in the face it is again to your. Well, I guess now they're his colleagues again. To to to, to be presenting and saying such that. Oh, the best deal is not going to get done unless it has me involved. I mean, like what? I mean, talk about like a, a an underhanded way of lack of confidence that 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 these people can't get this done. You know, again, some of which are your own family. Like I, that's just it's ego. ego. I, it, I can't it, I, it, I can't get back to the I can't get off that word. It's 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 ego. And and Justin and Thunder, you're both right. Like 
you know, when you read that press release that he put out yesterday afternoon, it was a lot of me. It was a lot about me, 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 me. And I think in his own mind that he feels he's the only person that can make a deal that's going to benefit the company and benefit the WWE. And, and Thunder, you said it earlier and Justin just said it. You know, this was unanimous for the board of directors, which includes his own family, you know, yeah. includes Triple H, includes, includes Stephanie, that they did not want him back. They knew. I think they, know, they ultimately know that there's allegations. Oh, you know, probably more allegations are going to come to the surface in the, in, the, in, the, in the next few months, I'm sure. Like you said it earlier, Thunder, where there's smoke, there's fire. So there's, there's probably going to be even more allegations. They knew that the best thing was for Vince to step away, not have his name attached, because that was going to help with negotiations. Now, now with Vince's name attached, Justin, you know, this, like you said, this could potentially hurt TV and, and content rights moving forward. It could probably hurt potential sale of the company. Listen, right now in the news everywhere is, is what's going on with the UFC and Dana White. Like, you know, the, a show that was supposed to premiere has now been pushed back because, you know, the video footage of him slapping his wife. Like right now, the UFC, you know, the, the, it's, it's in turmoil right now. The whole foundation of it is in turmoil because of the actions of Dana White. I, I really think the name of Vince McMahon publicly being attached to the WWE, I think could hurt the creative and TV rights moving forward. Yeah, I um, mean, again, some of it is a wait and see. You know, we're we're obviously reacting a lot because it's all fresh. I mean, right, actually, WWE stock is continuing to rise right now. If you watch the stock price, but that's right now. Let's see what the the long game is, and and not to make this too much about uh, the competition, but you know, everything you just said there, Dave, about how this could affect WWE getting getting suitors in the price. I mean, look, AEW is going to be negotiating too for some for their future, and 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 in a trickle down effect, this might help them that they are producing live event content and certainly they don't have the you know decades of credibility and and equity that WWE has built up with the global audience you know AEW does not have that, that those years behind them yet but it, tr from a trickle down again if you're looking at okay who do I want to deal with I don't want to deal with I don't want to have my network associated with how with who knows how many more allegations could come out with this guy or or every, look everybody's reading the same news we are if you're a potential network or streaming service and you're seeing that there's obviously turmoil in the WWE board, there's a divide. Um, you, you, and you, oh, I'm going to sign a deal for the next five years for how how many hundreds of millions or billions of dollars do I want to be caught in the middle of that drama, or what could that drama escalate to? I mean, there's just so many things when you when you start playing the these the what if game that I mean that none of this again Vince feels that he is going to help this and I and I just. You know, and again, I, and Dave, let me ask you, do you and Thunder, let's say again, we're hot reacting right now, but let's say we get to, let's say we get through WrestleMania. We'll say we're the Monday, the day after WrestleMania weekend. If we've got as a consumer, just as a consumer, if we've gotten a good Royal Rumble and Road to Mania and a good exciting Mania and, and, and we're hearing that morale still good with the locker room and our, we feel that the content is still coming off better the way it has the last several months under, you know, Triple H just fresh eyes. Do do we care as much then if we've been proven okay our 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 content for us has not changed? This is drama in the boardroom. This is drama for people in suits way above us in life. Like, is it still a big deal, or is is, is it impossible to ignore this this situation? I mean, I I think it's always going to be in and then Thunder. I'll throw it to you. I I think it's always going to be in the back of your mind. But you're right. 
you, you know, human nature is to deal with your day-to-day activities. So, you know, here on Busted Open, we're talking about the show we just watched the night before. If Raw is still very good, SmackDown is still very good, we have an amazing road to WrestleMania, WrestleMania knocks it out of the park, you know, you're right. Because, listen, we heard about these allegations, you know, before last year's WrestleMania. And what were we talking about the day, the day after WrestleMania was WrestleMania, you know, um... I think that's just human nature. I think it's always going to be in the back of your mind, but you're right. You know, probably a lot of it's going to be like, all right, this is, this is the business side and, but we're dealing with it. One of the first rules, everybody, you know, triple H, everybody else has to make is at whatever you do, keep Vince in the boardroom. Again, do not let Vince be at the arenas. Do not let him be at the, at the shows. Don't let him be seeing us. First off, that's going to give, you know, the moment of talent or anybody sees it or fans see him, or it gets leaked that he's there again, that's going to, that's going to, create controversy and, 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 and question and concern. And then also, again, here, here's a guy as, as Thunderstalk, here's a guy who's had so many allegations uh, against yep. him from females and like, don't put him around your feet. Don't, well, don't have him in the same building as your female town. Don't just keep him away from everything uh, as best as you can. Keep, keep him in the boardroom, keep him locked there. If, if, if as much as you can lock Vince McMahon anywhere, I mean, just keep him off of the road and being with TV that, I mean, right now, I guess that's the first thing I would say. If, if you can't stop him now, he's back on the board. If you can't stop him from being involved in these negotiations upcoming, Jesus, keep him away from TV. And, and, and if, if that's even going to be possible, because again, Justin, you're dealing with triple H's son-in-law and his daughter, Stephanie McMahon. So like, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. And what thunder just said, because you do have to think of the women who have come forward so far and these allegations and then possible more things coming out. Um, and what does it mean to them to know that somebody with that power is still using that power and is still was able to get back into the fold. And then, you know, you obviously have fans that have enjoyed this product over the last six months. And they're worried about that. This product is going to completely change. And then, you know, from everything I'm hearing, there's going to be an all hands on deck meeting at three 30 this afternoon for WWE employees and talent. And I'm wondering what talent is thinking about right now, Justin, as far as like their future within the company, you know, you know, over the last six months, we've heard a lot about, you know, AEW talent that had left the WWE cause they were let go that, Hey, maybe when my contract's up, I can go back to this triple H driven WWE is that attitude. And is that mindset going to change now that they know Vince McMahon is back in the fold? All I know is that if we don't get the reveal of uncle howdy before Vince sabotages us, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, this is going to make, I'll tell you what, this is going to make for a fascinating documentary in about 10 years. Whenever, you just, whenever the, com- I was just thinking about that. <laughs> whenever, whenever, or actually, not, screw documentary. This is going to be Oscar worthy drama. This is going to be, uh, you know, whenever the sale, whenever the sales happen and things have moved on and, and, and maybe Vince is, I don't, I don't know if he's passed away at that point, whatever. Sometime in the future, this is going to make for a fascinating story when the, when the whole thing can get told in as honest uh, of, a, of a way as possible. This is going to be... No, no wonder they pulled the plug on some of these Vince McMahon documentaries because the story's not finished yet. They still, there's, still, there's still more <laughs> chapters to fill. Uh, Justin, thank this, you. This is going to be Scorsese's best. Wolf of Wall Street is going to be... Push that aside. Uh, we got to find a new wow. name. Uh, uh, the, the the wolf of of of. Oh, no, uh, got to go alliteration. Um, um, uh, the tyrant of Titan Towers. There we yes. go. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is gonna uh, be the dark side of the ring, but instead of being just one, it's gonna be a full fucking series. Uh, this is gonna be of well, three this seasons. Is gonna, 
This is going to be like the Irishman. It's going to be seven hours long. Uh, Ju- <laughs> Justin, thank thank you so much. Uh, uh, next time you come on, I promise we'll be talking some wrestling. But I appreciate the time as always. Thanks, guys. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.